0: You're listening to Wrestling and More's podcast, Ring, Rope, Roundup, with your host, Rob Goodwin. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow us on Twitter at, at WAMPodcastUK, or give us a like on Facebook to keep updated with all new content. If it's wrestling you want, keep it at Wrestling and More. Hello, hello, hello and welcome to Wrestling and More's Ring Rope Roundup Episode 7 and we are looking today at WWE Great Balls of Fire. It is this Sunday, the 9th of July. Raw's exclusive pay-per-view with the worst name and an even worse logo. It looks like a fiery penis, whatever you say, but there we are. The build to this pay-per-view has actually been alright. I'm actually really excited for quite a few matches on this card. I am a lot more excited about this pay-per-view than I was for Smackdown's Money in the Bank. And it's been a while since I've been excited about a raw pay-per-view. Don't get me wrong, there are going to be some absolute duds on this pay-per-view. But I'm excited for a lot of the matches, including what is going to be a scintillating, a salivating main event. It's going to be incredible. But... Let's start with a bit of a negative. The pre-show, it was announced that Neville the Sakira Tozawa for the Cruiserweight Championship has been bumped to the pre-show. Now, answer me this. How on earth are you expecting to promote 205 Live and the Cruiserweight Championship if you keep bumping it to the pre-show? Nobody historically gives two iotas of a shit... About matches that are on the pre-show. I mean, to for a start, that telegraphs that Neville's going to win. My prediction is Neville, as I assume everyone else is, because there hasn't really been a build to this feud. This feud, I imagine, is going to continue, and Akira Tozawa will probably have more of a chance on a latter pay-per-view. But I just I don't understand why you would put this on the pre-show when you've spent so much of your time trying to promote two o five live because of the awful ratings. You've put Sasha Banks on 205 to build the ratings of a show that you are clearly not caring about when it comes to pay-per-views. I, ju- I just don't understand. But for me, it's got to be Neville. Um, to Zawa, though, I can see him as a future cruiserweight champion. I really, really can. He comes into this match with all the momentum in the world with his fantastic feud with Brian Kendrick, topped off with that awesome street fight. Um, I just I don't see him winning this, to be perfectly honest. Uh, with or without Titus Brand's help. Um, little side note this stuff with Titus Brand is absolutely fantastic. Titus O'Neill, never been a massive fan of him as a wrestler, but as a talker, he's brilliant. I'm really, really looking forward to this match. Irrelevant if it's on the pre show, because I think both Neville and Akira Tozawa deserve more. Neville for me, and he'll win, in my opinion, with the Rings of Saturn. On to the main card. I'm going to do this in the order that I think it will happen. Um, I could be wrong, but this is the order I think it'll happen. I think it'll start with the Intercontinental Championship match between Dean Ambrose and The Miz. I am so over this feud. This feud, it seems to have lost all momentum, all direction. There's The Miz-Tourage now with Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. There's the feud with Maurice. Um, Dean Ambrose is still somehow involved yet I'm not entirely sure how now we've got the Drifter thrown in and Heath Slater and Rhino it's just such a clusterfuck now that this feud that I'm just I want it done I want it done for me The Miz is going to win he's got to win in my opinion because he elevates the title more than Dean did that's no disrespect to Dean but his title reign nothing happened at all I mean there was an alright bit where Baron Corbin tried to kill him with a Forklift, but other than that, nothing happened. Miz, he acts like it means something to him, and I just think he's a better Intercontinental Champion than Dean is. Dean can move on to better things after this, um, and we can get a new number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship because at the moment, that's the only real, that's the only men's single title on Raw. And it's a scene that Dean and The Miz have kind of taken over since the Superstar shakeup. So no other stars have been able to break into it, really. Um, I'd love to see Finn Balor go for it simply because I don't want him squashed by Brock for the Universal title. I really don't. I know it's going to happen, and I know Finn might be above the Intercontinental Championship, but I just want to see him not squashed by Brock. Because I've just got a feeling that's what's going to happen to him. So, for me, Dean Ambrose versus The Miz. I'm going The Miz. Next, The Hardy Boys versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Sheamus and Cesaro. Do, do, do. Yeah, I'm going for Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, The Hardy Boys had the titles. The nostalgia's happened now. Um, I think that this will be the last match. And whatever happens will break them up. doesn't have to be... Um, on poor terms, if you don't want it to be, it doesn't have to be a hostile breakup. but I think that after this, they will concentrate on singles pushes for both Jeff, and for Matt, I think Jeff will have his ass handed to him by Brock, um, because it's widely reported that Jeff is going to get a shot at the Universal title, and I think Matt, there is reports again, that the broken gimmick is nearing some kind of resolution, so they'll bring that in sooner rather than later. And, um, Again, this is a match that we've seen a lot of in various forms over the last month or so. Um, but I like the fact that they've brought in a new stipulation: that Iron Man, that thirty-minute Iron Man match. I quite like that. I think it'll be good. Um, I think that Sheamus and Cesaro will win. I think it'll be three-two to Sheamus and Cesaro. And I think that the last pin will be Sheamus on Jeff. And I think that will be the spark for the Hardy Boys to call it time on their tag team for now. And then kind of focus on their singles pushes. I'd love to see the Broken Gimmick in WWE. And I'd love to see the Broken Gimmick with Bray Wyatt as well as they are both on the same brand. That could be very, very interesting. But then again, it is the WWE, so they'll probably bungle it in some way. Next, we've got Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss. This isn't the match I wanted. I'll be perfectly honest. I wanted Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. And then have Sasha versus Alexa at SummerSlam. But we've got Sasha versus Alexa. And I think Alexa will retain. Um, via Nefarious means definitely. But I don't think Sasha will win it. And the reason I don't think Sasha will win it. Is because they are clearly invested in a program between Bliss and Nia Jax. And I don't think the WWE want that to get, to get rid of that to give Sasha another title run because if Alexa and Naira are locked in a feud Bailey they've openly said is taking a step away from the main event scene who else have they got really to battle Sasha for the title Emma I suppose I think she's probably the next logical step Um, I can't see it being Dana Brooke I can't see it being Alicia Fox I certainly hope it's not Alicia Fox no disrespect to her Um, for me it's got to be Emma but I think Alexa will retain I think Nia Jax could potentially intervene kind of get Alexa DQ'd by attacking Sasha and that then could set up and basically she could say I want Alexa with that title so that I can beat her, that kind of scenario Um, and I think that Sasha will potentially be put into the matches a triple threat I suppose hmm Anyway, for this match, I can see Alexa winning and retaining. No. Do you know what? I'm changing my mind. Sasha wins, Alexa retains. Yes, because Sasha, they want to keep looking strong so she can get a DQ win, but Alexa keeps the title. Yeah, I'm going with that. Or am I? No, I'm going with that. <laughs> that is my final. That's my final one. Then, Enzo Amore versus Big Cass. I mean, is there any doubt in anyone's mind that Big Cass is winning this I mean you look at them as a tag team and there is just no way that Enzo Amore is coming out of this with a win surely not Big Cass is seven foot tall you can't teach that he says that in his promo Enzo Amore when weighs the same as a skinny cat there's just there's just no way he's gonna win I mean Enzo bless him he's good on the mic but his wrestling skill is, isn't is great. And it's, it's kind of said by everyone that his wrestling skill is not great. So to put him over on Cass, who the WWE are into, I, I don't see it happening. I don't really know how this match is going to end. Um, whether this will be the end of the feud or whether this will continue into SummerSlam. Um, but I don't. I just... If I was Enzo Amore, I wouldn't challenge Big Cass to a match. Because that's not your forte, Enzo. That's really not your forte. But, a match we have, Big Cass will probably win with a big boot and a pin. Um, What happens after that, whether there's some kind of Cass beating Enzo so he's out for ages, I don't know. In my opinion, I think Cass will go the whole hog. Because at the moment on Raw, he's... He's beaten up Enzo More. He's turned heel and the only thing that's changed is he's now wearing a logo that a shirt sorry without a logo on it. So they need to do something with Cass to show that he is like big heel separating from the Enzo Amo- Enzo More music. Don't have that music. That's not heel music. Okay? He needs some kind of heel persona as well because he just seems like a, quite an amiable man. Like one i quite like to go on the lash with. So he needs something. He needs something to kind of ignite his heel persona. Um, but yeah, Big Cass has got to win this. Big Cass has got to win this. <sighs> then we've got this match. The match that I'm most looking forward to on this card bar the main event. Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns in an ambulance match. I love the build up to this match. I know that Roman Reigns gets a lot of heat. I've really enjoyed him in this uh, build-up. I think he's been brilliant. I think Braun Strowman's been brilliant. I think Braun Strowman is brilliant in general. And I think Strowman's going over. The reason I think Strowman is going over is because Reigns, if rumours are to be believed, um, Reigns is going to be headlining or main eventing WrestleMania 34 for the Universal title against Brock Lesnar. If he beats Braun Strowman, he buries Strowman Which the WWE cannot possibly want because everyone is behind him. He is a monster. He is that monster that you need on Raw every single week. okay? That person who people are scared of. That used to be Brock, but with Brock being part-time, it's got to be Braun now. And if Roman goes over twice clean on him, then there's just it kills his character, it really does bury him and the WWE cannot afford to, especially not after one spear, for the love of Christ don't do that, please Um, but Roman I really really do think has been good in this feud, he does seem genuinely quite fearful of Braun and I think they should build on that knock Roman down a peg or two Okay, Get Braun to win this match, knock Roman down on 2, and then have the storyline from now until WrestleMania having Roman build himself back up. Okay, They dropped the ball when he went over on Finn Balor clean with one arm after Braun had destroyed him. And I really do think that Braun needs to win this. Braun needs to win this for Braun. Okay, Never mind what's good for Roman Reigns. I know WWE seem to have eyes only for what's good for Roman Reigns, irrelevant of everyone else's career. But if you want to build Braun as a main event player, and if he is going to be fighting against Lesnar at a later pay-per-view, because it was originally supposed to be Great Balls of Fire, you've got to make Braun look strong. Because if Roman goes over, and then Braun is facing Brock, no one's going to see Braun as a credible threat. So, have Braun win, I'd have him win convincingly as well, I'd have him paste Roman Reigns' ass all the way around the arena. Not because I don't like Roman Reigns, because I think he has improved massively, but I think for storyline, for Braun's character, and to get people behind Roman, if you want people behind Roman, you need a reason to get behind him, not, you have been suspended for 30 days for violating the wellness policy, as a punishment, here's the United States title. That's not a punishment. Okay, people aren't going to get behind that because he's silver spoon fed. So give them something to believe in. Give them something to get behind. The closest they got was when they bought the authority and it was Roman versus the authority. He got cheers. Just get back to that. Roman is going the right way. I really enjoy his promos when he's almost heel. And he's clearly reveling in the booze now, which is excellent. And I think the more time he spends reveling in the booze, the more people are going to like him. I mean, yeah, he can be a bit boring. Yeah, his wrestling style's okay. It's not great. He's not going to put on a five-star match unless he's carried by a person who can put on a five-star match, such as AJ. Um, But for me, this has got to be Braun. It's got to be Braun. It's really important that this is Braun. Oh, then this match. Seth versus Bray Wyatt. I love Bray. I really, really, really love Bray. As I've said on so many podcasts and videos on the YouTube channel, Bray is one of the main reasons I got back into wrestling. His enigmatic character work, his promos, his wrestling style, and I just, I don't... This feud, I don't care both men could be doing something better than this Finn Balor isn't even on the pay-per-view and we had the tease of a Bray Wyatt Finn Balor feud why is that not happening why is that not happening what do either man have to gain from this feud it's easily the most boring bit of Raw week in, week out so why continue with it why WWE just end it here have Bray feud with Finn, and have Seth feud with whoever. Seth is good enough to feud with whoever he wants to, and he will look good, apart from Bray Wyatt. I mean, there's, this is a lock for me. It's got to be Seth. Seth is going to win this. Probably quite handily as well, because it seems to be WWE's formula. Bray comes out, calls himself a god, Bray loses. And there was rumours not so long ago that Bray was getting extremely irritated about his booking by WWE. I think he's done really well to last this long without getting irritated because, to be fair, he's been booked to shit. He is the personification of WWE not having a single, solitary clue what they are doing with their booking. Him and Bailey. What are you doing with them? I would love, in the comments, please tell me how you'd book Bray back into like some manner of dominance because at the moment he just doesn't have something. Just even teaming with Bo Dallas and get the tag titles on them. Just something because at the moment he's nothing. He's not even turning up in the arena anymore, he's just on the Titan I mean I know he's going through legal disputes with his wife, but that's what you get when you sleep with someone that's not your wife. Um but as a wrestler, he's fantastic. Just give him something. Seth is amazing. He you know He could eat a loss to anyone and he'd still be awesome. So just please, I don't care. I don't care about this feud at all. I'm giving it to Seth just because Bray never wins. So that's pretty much the lock of the night, I think. Seth Rollins winning that. Oh, but quite the opposite now. The main event. Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. This feud has been built superbly. Samoa Joe is fantastic. He's so good on the microphone. I wasn't really familiar with Samoa Joe until like his late years in NXT, and oh, the man is a beast. He really is. I mean, even without the Muscle Buster, they've really, really kind of got behind the Kikina Clutch, haven't they? Really got behind it, it as this destructive, dominating move. The way he put it on Brock Lesnar, also. Was anyone else slightly concerned about what colour Brock's face turned? Good gracious me, your face should not turn that colour. Why is it that colour? Anyway, Samoa Joe looks incredibly strong. His promo battles with Heyman have been brilliant. Heyman's bringing so much to this feud. And he seems, at the moment, as a credible threat to Brock. He really does. The worst thing you can do... Have Lesnar squash him in five minutes. No one wants to see suplex, 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 F5 win in five minutes. No one at all wants that. That will get heat that you do not want on Brock. So give them 25 minutes. Okay? Give them a massive amount of time to have a real knock-down knockout brawl. Joe is an excellent competitor. Brock, when he's motivated, unlike Dean Ambrose, the match against Dean Ambrose at Mania, okay, when he's motivated, he will put on a superb match, or one that is at least compelling. What concerns me is that does Brock see Samoa Joe as a big money feud? Does he see him as someone that is a credible threat? I certainly hope so, because I think the build... The WWE have done a fantastic job of building this feud. So they really need to get behind it. I still think Brock is going to win this, and my prediction is Brock for this. But they've got to make Joe look good. They've done a brilliant job so far. WWE do not ruin it. But I do think this could be an absolutely outstanding match. To be honest, looking at the card... This isn't a bad pay-per-view at all considering its shocking name and shocking logo. It's not bad at all. So running back down the predictions on the pre-show, the bloody pre-show. Honestly, I ask you. Uh I think it'll be Neville walking away with the Cruiserweight Championship. Um I don't think that'll change hands. Um, The Miz, I think, will retain over Dean Ambrose. I think Sheamus and Cesaro will retain over the Hardy Boys. I think that Sasha Banks will beat Alexa Bliss, but I think it will be by DQ, so Bliss will walk away with the championship again. I think Cass will slaughter Enzo Amore. I I honestly, apart from Rollins and Wyatt, that is the lock. Big Cass is winning that. Um, I think Braun will win and has to win against Roman Reigns for the betterment of both characters, and I think Rollins will beat Wyatt, because again Wyatt Um, and then I think Brock will retain over some I've just realised I've got no titles changing hands I honestly don't see any titles changing hands at all on this pay-per-view like I don't I mean I suppose they could put the Universal Championship on Joe but I don't think they'll do that because of the WrestleMania match but there haven't been many pay-per-views when there's been no title changes at all surely I mean I've got Neville who's a heel Miz who's a heel Sheamus and Cesaro are heels Sasha Winning who's a Facebook effectively Alexa walking away with the title she's a heel Cass walking away with the title. uh, Sorry, walking away with the match. Heel. Strowman heel. Rollins face. Brock face. (sighs) Does Brock Brock count as a face? Or does he transcend face? Yeah, because Joe's got to be heel. Joe's heel. Oh, I don't know. No. No, I'm sticking with my predictions. I'm sticking with the predictions. One final thought. One of the feuds that's going on in WWE at the moment, the Goldust R-Truth feud... Why is there no match at this pay-per-view? Why you would assume this that would have been a lock for this pay-per-view, surely, especially after the, pay- the promos have been throwing at each other. I'm worried that if they carry this on till SummerSlam, it's going to get boring. No one's going to want to see it. People are caring about our truth for the first time in a very very long time, and about Gold Dust. In fairness to him, the caring for the first time don't. Burn that out before you get a chance to have a blow-off match. Anyway, those are my predictions for WWE Great Balls of Fire. What are yours? Do you think that any titles will change hands? Do you think that Samoa Joe will walk away with a Universal Championship? Do you think Roman Reigns will dominate Braun Strowman and all it'll take is one spear? Do you think Enzo Amore will destroy Big Cass? No, he won't. But please let us know in the YouTube comments, or if you listen to us on iTunes, please leave a review. We'd really appreciate that. Subscribe. Talk to us on Twitter about it, at Wrestling and More Podcast UK. Talk to us on Facebook. What are your predictions? Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time.